Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly. Because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, folks, and welcome to the cafe today. It's your girl bringing you real talk on your new morning show. It's time, it's time to grab your favorite morning beverage and get ready for real talk, real topics right now. Hey, you know we got that app out there, and I need you to download it from your app store. So visit iTunes or Google Play, whichever is your choice, and find us under the show name, Coffee Talk with Soy. Download the app and never miss another conversation. I have a question for you today. How many of you are out there doing your thing? I'm talking about you're very productive, you're very knowledgeable, and you really make an impression when you meet people. That's networking. Do you know that networking is about building relationships? It's all about who you know now, yeah. It's all about who you know. So the question is, who do you know? Look around you. Who do you know? This show today, folks, Power Networking, will give you tools and skills to succeed in your network. Our guest, Richard Harden, is a power builder, a business and success coach. He says, your network is your net worth. I learned from him that network should be building something and not just doing something. Let's welcome Richard to the show. Hey there, Richard. How are you? Good morning, Miss Mara. I am fantastic, phenomenal. I think if I get any better, <laughs> I might be twins. <laughs> How are you? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. And I'm so excited that you are on the show with us this morning. I, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the listeners to benefit from this exciting conversation. Me too. Me too. It's, it's been a long time coming. I'm, you know, so proud to have the opportunity to be here, to be a part of the show and all the things that you're doing, both online, offline, on the radio, on the air, and everywhere. You seem like you are in 20 places at one time. Well, you know that, that that's the spirit. That, that's what the spirit do. It's just the power of God that, that that that's moving. And 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 this morning we're going to talk about the power of networking. How about that? Absolutely. That is outstanding. It's important, and it's important that we know how to do it. So your brand is Power Builders. Tell us about Power Builders and and, and what it does. Well, the the idea, and here's the thing that I think about most 
people that I run into on a daily basis said the average person goes around in their lives with powers and abilities far beyond the things that they're able to do and get done in life, either because of things they have been told or things that they have told themselves about themselves. And as power builders, we just feel like when we get the right people together, we put the right combinations together, we get the right resources, right skills, right tools, and the right hands together, we get to ask different questions as a collective. And, you know, a lot of the problems and challenges that we face in the world, we can move from saying, well, what can we do about it to what can't we do? And that's the power of coming together. Hmm. Now, Richard, when we think about network and we think about networking, most of us often think that, oh, okay, it's a networking event. Let me go there, take my business card, meet some people, pass out my card, take their card, and I've networked. It's done. Mm-hmm. And that's, in, and that's one of the things that we will really address teaching skills for networking because it's more important than Making connections. Now, making connections, networking events, if you think about it, I know that you are much, much younger than me. But I remember that the word networking didn't even exist when I was growing up. And over time, because there weren't computers and computer networks and the Internet and social networks and all of these things, so it's gotten a a lot convoluted what the skill set is. So if you really think about networking in the terms that I use it, I'm focused on making meaningful connections making connections with people, and putting in a position where you, you're out there not just to go get contacts or to get names and numbers to add to a database, but going to find value, find places where you can give value to other people. And that's my race every time I go to a networking function is to figure out how quickly I can give value to someone else knowing that the universe is filled with opportunities for sowing and reaping And the nature of sowing and reaping always is that what you sow, you'll always reap. But the the concept is that reaping always comes much later, and it's always much greater than anything we could have hoped or imagined. So when I talk about networking, it's building something, not just doing something. Now, I understand that you're going to have, you're going to be doing a networking event later today in, in Decatur. Is that correct? Yep, so we're getting together, and it's it's actually a full-scale entertainment event. And I take only credit I take is that I said yes when asked to participate in putting the whole hey. thing together. Uh, the, the concept, when it was brought to me, was something that I think it's absolutely the right time for. It's a combination of education, entertainment, and engaging conversations. So in addition hey. to myself, there's going to be a program where we're going to have, first of all, let me point out, there will be food. Food starts at 6. I just noticed that as I was looking at the agenda. Food and networking, just mixing and mingling with people of like mind that want to do a differentiated experience for Saturday night starts at 6. There will be music. There will be time to interact just to get to know other people that like to think on a higher level. Now, in combination with the speaking engagement, we've invited out an African dance troupe who will go out and celebrate their ancestry and their music and heritage. And then there's, at the same time, an ongoing comedy tournament where three of the most outstanding comedians in Metro Atlanta will make you laugh until you bust at the scenes. 
and then it'll is that, is that, is that, is that guaranteed? Is that guaranteed? Guaranteed. Make sure that you get okay. your teams reinforced. Okay. We will only have limited medical staff on site. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from the man himself. And then in the keynote, we're going to do a two-part learning experience. I know I am billed as a speaker, but much more than a speaker, I'm a trainer. I feel like there are a million speakers out there in the world but my objective will be to transfer some immediately usable skills about the art of networking. And if you think about networking, it's the number one way to build a business, number one way to get a new job, number one way to solve a problem outside your own resources and needs, and also the number one way to find people that think like you. So for all of those categories where it's number one, you'll find that it's lowest on the list in terms of things that people get training about. It's not taught in schools. It's not in, any, in most of your MBA programs or business degrees, but it's the most important thing that people need when it comes to succeeding because if you think about the way that our universe operates, everything that we want to get done, we have to get done with and through other people and wow. expand beyond what we've already done, we've got to learn how to meet people that we don't already know. So I'll That's teach some reasons why people network, teach some basic techniques, mm. basic things, mm. so that people can do the dance well. And then we're going to play a game, because I love playing games. Do you like to play games? Uh, not not in my relationship, but anything not outside of my relationship. Wise. And not with my money. Anything else I can laugh about. Yeah, so I always, you know, I always like games as an engaging way to apply a skill once you've learned it, right? Growing up, we learned how to dodge. We learned how to think strategically with things like tic-tac-toe mm-hmm. and checkers and chess. Well, you know, we're going to put together a game. We're going to play the biggest game of human bingo ever, but give everybody there oh. the chance to interact live so that not only will you hear the speakers that are on the platform, but you'll get to know the brilliant beautiful, bold people that are all around. It's going to be a wonderful time. I'm so excited about it that I already have my clothes picked out like I'm going to school on Monday too. <laughs> well, well, you know, for for those of us who are not as savvy networking and doesn't and don't have the power building network skills down, we, we it will be like going to school. So I, I encourage everyone to um, – Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on my Facebook page. If you have any questions for Richard Harding, the power builder himself, please post your questions there or call into the show so that he can answer those questions for you. Also, download the app. That's the best way to stay connected with us. So visit your app store and download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, either from Google Play or iTunes. If you're tuning in with us now, I'm in the studio with Richard Harding as he talks with us about power builders. Now, Richard, you said that later today you're going to point out some basic fundamentals for those who will be attending the workshop. Why don't you share a few of those for my audience who will not be there tonight just because of locality issues. They won't be there. But if they could fly into Atlanta, I'm sure they'll be right in the Decatur tuning in or, or participating with this event. So share with them some of the basic fundamental principles that, that, that we just need when we're networking. Okay. Well, and, you know, here's the good news about it. You know, in our time today, there's only so much I can show. Even in our time on Saturday, there's, so, there's only so much that I can teach. But here's a basic thing. Number one rule, the thing that, because if you think about it, 
for all the reasons that networking is good, you think about all the other reasons that people put off or don't do a better job of making and maintaining connections, and it comes from just not understanding the nature of the thing. So one of the things I'll focus on, and this is just advanced study, so anybody that comes to the session, even if you know the answer, I do reward people that volunteer with answers to things that they know. There's a definition of networking because my background, I was not good at networking. I do want to express that up front. It's not like I was a natural networker that I was born with thousands of friends and hundreds of thousands of business partners. In, in point of fact, I was the inverse of that. I was really introverted. Do you know shy people? Mm. Yeah, so I, I was do. the person that shy people said was shy. <laughs> mm. And it wasn't mm. that I didn't like people. I, you know, I kept my own company well, but as I started figuring out that there were limitations on the things that I could do just strategically as a deep thinker, I realized that I needed to learn how to practically engage with other people. So I started looking for people with expertise in that area. I sought out mentors and I asked them, teach me, you know, the things that you've done. Read a lot of the books, all the texts in there, and I've distilled that down into a science. But the first thing about understanding how to approach a thing that is not in your skill set is being able to clearly define it. And I found one of the best definitions of networking, and it's the foundation for the work that we do in building the skills and the rules of the game, rules of engagement. And that mm. definition is this. Networking is the proactive act of meeting people so that you can learn something or help them. And I'll give that again. It's the proactive act of meeting people so that you can learn something or help them. Now, if you think about that definition, for me, that was liberating. Because, again, as a shy guy, I didn't know if I went up to shake somebody's hand or say hello or give them a compliment, if they would really receive me and that would end in a conversation that became something productive later on. But if I set as my objective on the way out the door to this event that my goal was to learn something or to help the people that I come across, well, that opens me up to the possibility of contributing to the universe, to the community, mm. to the people around me. Mm. And when you walk around as a giver, you can't help but to get. That's wow. lesson one. Uh, yeah. Network. Lesson one. Okay. The proactive act of meeting people so that you can learn something or help them. I like that. It resonates with me. It's, and yeah, if you think about it, resonate. just think about in addition to being resonant, it's practical because now it gives you a reason to go out to a networking event. Because, you know, I've been there. I think you, if you've done the dance, you've gone out to a networking event, took a stack of cards, dealt them out like you're working in Vegas, and picked up a stack of cards and had no idea who you met or who you'd given your card to. Mm-hmm. Or is that just me? <laughs> no, no, it, it, it happens. It happens. But you know what? Hey, Richard, hey, Richard, don't don't tell anyone this. But listen, what I what I would do, I don't know if this is in your book. I don't know if it's, if it's in your book, but I would have my cards, and I would separate my cards. Now, you know you meet some people, and you know immediately that I need to connect with this person. So I would generally write on the back. So I'm telling you all who have these two-sided cards, if you have the two-sided cards and you're listening, don't do that anymore. Just get one-sided cards because people like me flip your card over and write a note about you so they know what mm-hmm. that means later when they get back. So I do that. And then I put the, the people who I intend to contact in one pocket. And I just throw the other ones in the, in the other pocket. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and it, it is important that you sort because that's the law of numbers. And in every conversation, it's giving yourself, because these are all casual encounters, the ability to prioritize the people that you meet based on your ability to add value or to learn something that helps you in those interactions. So one in three people you meet at a networking event won't be of immediate contact value. Yeah. But in terms of business card savvy, that's a very savvy thing is making notes because a short piece of lead is much better than a long memory. Now, while we're on the subject of business cards, and this is probably something I wouldn't have time to get to on on, on this evening, so it's even better that your listeners are getting something that even people in attendance might not get. Talking about business cards, one suggestion I like to make to people is put your picture on your business card especially if you're a speaking professional, you're in a sales or marketing-oriented arena, because the nature of the human brain, especially for just 70% of memory, is still visually cued. So if they see your name and logo, might not remember you, but your face smiling back from you will let that card live much longer in their memory than just your name and title. So that's free bonus material if you're doing business cards. I know business cards have gotten a little bit passe with all the things, virtual business cards. You can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook and social media and all of those things. But if you have business cards, if you're going to invest in printing, make sure that the number one asset of your brand, which is you, is front and center Mm -hmm. on your card. Now, another thing, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how much time we have. One of the things that I would normally do, especially in these days and times that people have gotten less formal, is I would actually have emergency networking cards. So on the one hand, I have my business cards, which I'm meant to exchange with other people. But how often have you found yourself? Because networking isn't just something you go to a networking event to do. Please believe that you should also network at church, network at your gym, network where you work. Because at the places you go, what you'll find is there are places where there's natural affinity for you and the people that are there. But the only way that you stay in contact and extend the value of those relationships is getting to know them. So a lot of times I would get to a place where I would find someone who I'd had a great connection with, a conversation with, and I would give Mm. them my business card and say, well, give me a call. And my numbers over time, I found out that about 10% 10% of the people that I gave a business card to would call me mm-hmm. back. So I found myself in a place where I made sure to let people know my business card is a medium of exchange. You can't have my business card if I can't get yours. That's fair, yeah. right? That's establishing That's reciprocity mm-hmm. up front. This is a mm-hmm. like-kind relationship. But you'll still find that person who, because either because of the job that they have, the situation that they're in, because they weren't trained on networking, might not have a card. I would actually carry, you know, five to ten blank business cards. You know, I'd go to Kinko's and just say, give me a box of 200, and I'd take ten at a time, so that when I went somewhere where I knew I didn't know anybody, I was in position to collect information even if they weren't in, in position to give it. Does that make sense? Oh, that I, I, I love that. that. Yeah. Here's my business card. Do you have a business card? No. Well, I carry around a blank business card for just such an emergency for busy people like you that already gave away your business card. I like that. I like that proactive approach. Right. And it's just, you know, it's just planning ahead. It's okay. knowing that this is what we're here to do and that, the, you know, it's, it's simple math if you think about it. The, the simple 
fact of the matter is that we get rich by enriching other people. And that process of growth, of developing and adding value to them, you got to be in contact with them for that mm-hmm. to happen. So just be purposeful and intentional about it. I like that. Hey, hey, Richard, do you remember there was a time you did an event, and in that event you shared some information about networking, and you gave, it was a four-letter word that you shared to... and make sure they did when they went to a networking event. Do you remember that? Well, there are two sets of acronyms that I use specifically when it comes to networking, and it's important to know, um, and I, I, I do both of them in terms of preparation. The most important acronym for me when it comes to networking is FORM. Now, FORM is related to my number one rule in networking. And here's the number one rule. After you know the definition, hopefully you can go back to your notes and see what the definition of networking was. But the number one rule of networking is it's not about you. And that was hard for me to accept at first because I I knew that I went to the marketplace needing something. I needed more contacts. I needed more partners in business. I needed more customers. But it, you know the the principal, my mentor. I'm so glad that when I you know when I sat and you know really understood what he was saying. He said, "Well, when you go to the marketplace, you got to take it your seed and not your need." Wow. And just that point of view, that turnaround to say, "Well." Let me see if in making this connection, how can I make making a connection with me valuable to this person and make that value up front? Because if you've given someone something and they're of the right mindset, they're of the right spirit, they're the right type of person, Mm -hmm. they'll always remember you and they'll always be ready knowing that the deficit is right now working in your advantage. So So I say all that to say the acronym for getting to know people that you don't know, for making friends that you haven't, for meeting friends that you haven't met yet, is form is F O R M form, and that stands for family, occupation, recreation, and money. It turns out. Okay, say that. Say that again one more time, and just in case they didn't. I know. I know they go quick. You know, I I get excited when I talk to you. That's what happens when you get coffee with soy. You get get up, get get excited, start talking fast. But it's form, (laughs) family, occupation, recreation, and money. Okay. All right. And, and then break it down for him, Richard. Break it down for him. What does that mean? And those things, those put you in a position where you can ask meaningful questions in a convenient form. And what you'll find is is if you give people air, if you give them the space to breathe and talk about any of those topics, if on the topic of family, on the topic of occupation, their recreation or their money, if you just ask questions, they, that's the second thing, is if it's not about you, it's about them you'll find that you'll be the most brilliant conversationalist in the world if you just ask people questions about themselves. Do you guys see how Floyd's had me on the phone talking just for days, just asking me questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interviewers are always people's mm-hmm. favorite people. So you can not get a small interview. It's not an interrogation. You know, rough them up against the wall. But let's take, for example, the market that we live in. We're both here in metro Atlanta. And here's what I know. I'm from Atlanta. Now, are, so where are you from? You're, you're from Atlanta? I'm from I'm from the capital city. I'm from D.C., Washington, D.C. From D.C. Now, being from yeah. Washington, D.C., what brought you down to Atlanta? Property. Property? Yeah. Property I, I was doing some business. Yeah, I was Good. doing some business in, in Atlanta, and, and, and I kept coming back and forth. I ended up moving. So, yeah, that, that, that's how I got here. 
And now how long yeah. have you been in Atlanta? Are you official? Are you a citizen? Or are you just live in two places? I, I'm officially a resident of, of Georgia. I've been here for six years. Six years. And is your family still in D.C.? Yes, they are. And some of them are here in Georgia. Really? Now, yeah. Um, yeah. married, do you have kids? I'm actually, no, I'm not married. I, I am divorced, and I have two children. Older two children. children. Two yeah. older children? Wait, you two, can't have two young ladies. Old. Yeah, really? I have two young ladies. Yeah, college wow. age. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? You no. wouldn't believe it if I told you. Yeah, they're college age children. Now, where are they in school? Well, let's pause here for a second. Here's here's the here's the point in the conversation. The natural ebb and flow of a conversation that starts with where you're from in Atlanta will lead you to where mm-hmm. your roots are and where your descendants are, right? People with children, right. other than themselves, their children are their next favorite topic, depending on what age children are and how well they're behaving. And that conversation will go in one of two directions. <laughs> they're behaving excellently. I have angels. They have perfect grades. They behave and they clean their room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, they just turned 15, they want to drive my car, eat my refrigerator, mm-hmm. and not clean the room that I gave them. Either way, mm-hmm. it's the start of a conversation. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then they go on through yeah. other things. It's natural, especially since most networking events are structured around a profession. Natural question asked is, well, what do you do? Right? Most people will know not only what they do, but who they do it for, how long they've been doing it, how good or bad. But mm. here's the other thing that happens as you start to learn, because here's what starts to happen if you're listening, because that's the, the main objective. Once you start asking questions with form, mm. the, okay. natural, the natural thing that people hear from most of the people in their lives, 99% of the conversations that people have in everyday life, they listen for the opportunity to talk, right? Here's the next thing that I have to say. Yes. But in a networking session, if you're out there to learn something or find out from this person who looked friendly and nice and like somebody you wanted to know, well, if you're in the position where you're out to learn that, you've got to listen for the opportunity to listen. Because in the complaint, in the things that they have difficulty with, will usually arise your opportunity to help them either by being a solution or being able to connect them with a solution, and especially as you work your way around a room, you'll find that in a, or in a, in a room of 50 people or more, the person that is the solution or the connection to the solution of the problem is right there, and they just don't it's know them. in the room. It's already in the room. I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it. Great stuff. Great stuff. So I, ho- I hope you got that. F-O-R-M, form, family, occupation, recreation, and money. And what I love most about that, which is that is, Number one rule is it's not about you when you're networking. Take your seed and not your need. Tune in with Richard Harden. If you have any comments or you want to share how networking is working or not working for you, visit the Facebook page, Coffee Talk with Soy. Just jump right on in. There's a group. There's also a Facebook page. And I'm also on there, Soy Soy. So look me up. Post your comments. I'd love to hear from you. So, Richard, now let's talk about, let's talk about the Mecca. So I hear that Atlanta is the Mecca, it's the place to be, it's a great opportunity here, but it's all about who you know. Now, is that just in Atlanta, or or is that just the climate in most major cities now? Well, here's how I feel. Atlanta is the best place in the world. I'm a personal, personal advocate and ambassador from Atlanta. I'm one of the few people that most people meet that I know is from Atlanta, whole family is here. 
was I grew up here. Yeah. And what's amazing is to see how the city has grown over time. To where in in most rooms, I think I did an event yesterday. I was speaking to a crowd of about three hundred people. Now, in that room of three hundred people, there were seventeen people that were from Atlanta, and one of them was my baby brother. Right. <laughs> So it is, you know, I was looking at how, and matter of fact, I did a survey in that room. There were actually more people born in another country than born in Atlanta. And so the, mm. the company, the, the city obviously has some attractions. It has room for economic improvement, has great real estate value, has an entrepreneurial spirit. It's southern, mm. so we have the good weather. It's not coastal, so we have no hurricanes. It's the perfect combination. So if you ever need somebody to advertise for Atlanta, I'll be that dude. But I will yeah. also say that anywhere else, the people that live there feel that there's value there, and that's why they're still there. But what mm-hmm. happens is Atlanta is a mecca for business because people that decide that they want to be in business, decide and make motions forward here. So it is wherever you go. The thing of the power of networking is now, especially with things like you're doing, being on the air with Facebook and social media, your network could be anywhere and take you anywhere. And, my, you know, a simple goal would be to have not just a network in Atlanta, but one that's worldwide, international in scope mm-hmm. and reach, because we're all interconnected in some way, and the better we get at the skills of making meaningful connections, well, that gives you a greater reach, greater group of people that you can add value to. And it turns out that the more value you can give, the more value comes back to you. You don't even have to worry about getting. Mm-hmm. So is it where you are? Absolutely not. Are, are there advantages mm-hmm. to being in Atlanta? Yes. Atlanta is better. So for, mark that down for every other city that, you know, where because here's what happens in Atlanta. It's funny. When you go to a sporting venue, there are usually more mm-hmm. fans from the other bigger cities than there are Atlanta fans. But guess what? They moved here. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. 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 Richard, I have so enjoyed uh, having you on the show. What, what's been your beverage of choice this morning? I, I am sipping on... My favorite Carmel Macchiato. So what are you sipping on this Saturday morning? Well, I am still working through my super coffee. It's um, it's a rare blend. It's Montevita, but I spike it with protein. So I end up both excited and supercharged for the day. <laughs> and that is why he is the power builder networker. Because <laughs> what a combination. That works. Tell, tell the audience where they can get more information about you, Richard. So there's a couple of ways you can find me. Obviously, I'm I'm out there on Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook. It's just my name. It's Richard Harden, H-A-R-D-O-N. I'm the one that is smiling back at you even on Facebook. Also, you can visit my website. It's my name again, www.richard-harden.com, www.richard-harden, H-A-R-D-O-N.com. And, you know, as you have interest, as you go around, you, one of the things I try to make a good, do a good job of doing is making people aware of events that we've got going on around the city and around the country. I'm always somewhere doing something, looking for people that are looking for me. All right. Well, there you are. You, you found them right here on Coffee Talk with Soy every Saturday morning where real talk happens. Thank you so much, Richard, for being on the show. I've so enjoyed you in the cafe today. I have had a blast myself.
looking forward to this afternoon. I think I have more coffee, be even more excited by the time we get to the Sanford Center, right there off Rainbow Drive. Don't meet me there. Meet me there. It's going to be off the chain. <laughs> I know that's right. Power Builders in the house. Be there. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Soy, that is your new morning show. Where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had, yes indeed. Don't forget to download the app Coffee Talk with Soy from your app store. It's now available by iTunes or Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected by visiting the website www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com as well as looking for us on your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.